a lot of times we as survivors of toxic relationships come out with a self-perception that's a little skewed. A lot of times it starts in childhood and we grow up being kind of taught by the people around us that we're not good enough. Whether this was our parents or this was a school bully or our sibling or a teacher, somebody told us we weren't good enough. And so we started to believe that. We started to believe we didn't deserve nice things or we didn't deserve to be treated with love and respect and that maybe we did deserve some of the abuse that came our way. The fact is that whatever environment we're living in at any given moment is helping to sort of mold our personalities and shape us into the people we become. And when we're growing up in a toxic environment or we're affected strongly by a toxic person in our childhood, this often leads us to doubt ourselves. And in many cases, I see people who had a semi-normal childhood, but then they ended up with a toxic person and that toxic person totally skewed their perception of themselves. And our self-perception is really important because this is what helps us to sort of understand who we are as a person. The people around us also affect the way that we see life, the way we perceive the world around us. And so a lot of times these people teach us that the world is mean and the world is hurtful and, and, and that we can't trust the world. And so when somebody does say something nice to us, like, oh, you're really smart or you're really handsome or really attractive, really pretty, whatever, we don't believe them because we were taught otherwise. A lot of times our perception is clouded and poisoned by the people who are supposed to love us, who are supposed to give us a little self-esteem to start off with in life. The bottom line is, as you may know by now, you have to figure out a way to be okay with who you are. You have to figure out a way to not just be okay with who you are, but also to actually kind of love who you are. I, I know that's hard for a lot of people to imagine right now, but in order to be 100% content and happy with who you are, you have to be who you are. That means you create your own personality. I remember being in second grade and noticing that I was pretty good at drawing compared to some of the other kids in my class. And so I said to my mother, I really love to draw. I think I'm gonna be an artist when I grow up. And she said to me, well, artists don't make any money. <laughs> and so then I changed my mind and decided I was gonna go with my other love of writing. And that worked out okay for me in the long run, but I often have wondered, what, what if I didn't get told that? What would have happened? You know, what if I got encouraged? And growing up, I often felt like I wasn't good enough because I couldn't fit in that little box that was drawn for me. I was supposed to be just like other people in my family, and I was just not like other people in my family. And I didn't know that it was okay to not be like the other people in my family until I was an adult, right? So it took me a while to get over the idea that I must be exactly who they said I was supposed to be, and that because I couldn't be that person, I wasn't good enough. You understand? And it was a little scary like deciding that I was okay with who I was. It, it felt almost unnatural to me at the time. But if you think about it, if all you've ever done or tried to do or tried to be was what other people told you, that makes sense. And if you also think about the fact that in my case, I would still draw, I would still do all the things that were me, but I felt bad and guilty about them <laughs> instead of feeling good and positive about them. And that's why I think it's so important to really recognize, should I have felt bad or guilty about drawing a picture? No. <laughs> Should any of us ever feel bad or guilty about doing something we love to do? No, not as long as it's legal and doesn't hurt anybody else. You know what I'm saying? But what it all comes down to is that none of us are ever going to be truly happy until we follow our own path. You can never be happy being something someone else wants you to be unless you also really want to be that thing. Do you understand what I mean? And it's really easy to be influenced by other people, especially people we love and care about. And especially while we're still young and kind of figuring out who we are and our brains are developing and all that stuff. Just like if you had some teacher who, you know, poo-pooed your talents and said, you'll never amount to anything anyway. That's going to stick in your head. And, and for a lot of us, that sort of treatment happened throughout our entire childhoods. So of course we have a 
pretty messed up perception of who we are and how good we are and how much we deserve in life. Maybe you had a parent who placed very high expectations on you or maybe very low expectations on you. Maybe your parents said, you need to be a doctor or a lawyer or you're out of the will. Or maybe your parents said, all you're ever going to be is a garbage person. Whether they had big expectations or low expectations for you, either way, you probably felt like you fell short or you ended up doing a job, you became a doctor or a lawyer and you didn't really want to and now you're miserable in your work. Either way, it's unhealthy. It makes you feel like you're not good enough or it just makes you miserable. Here's the hard part and the best part. You've got to figure out how to get over the need to please those people. I know a lot of people, even when their parents have passed away, they still feel the need to do whatever their parents told them they were supposed to do. You don't have to do that. It turns out you have free will. But the hard part is you have to find the courage and the strength to like dismiss those things, to let them go, to let go of the expectations and the requirements of the toxic people who put all that stuff in your head about who you are. And you have to embrace who you want to be. If you want to be an artist or if you want to be a person who, you know, runs every day, whatever it is that you want to do. And those are two very different things, of course, because one could be a career and one might not, but both of them could be nice pastimes and healthy ways to express yourself. Basically, if you think about it, nobody else can really tell you who you are supposed to be effectively. Really, the only person who can tell you that is yourself you have to decide who you want to be. That doesn't mean that if right now you want to be a doctor and you're not a doctor, that you can't ever be a doctor. You just have to go to school and do the work, right? So whatever it is that you want, figure out what that is. And first of all, be okay with it. And not just okay with it, be in love with the idea of becoming the person you want to be. It's powerful, my friend. You won't regret that. Because despite what they tell you, nobody knows you better than you know yourself. A lot of times we're just nervous to do something because we've been told we can't do things or we don't deserve good things. We're told we're not capable and might as well just work at Walmart because that's all we'll ever be good for. And in that case, you know, it's, it's a self-esteem issue, right? So for example, let's say you want to start your own online business. Nobody around you knows that that's a real thing. Everybody thinks that's just some made up stuff. They don't know what you're talking about. So they assume it's a bunch of hooey. They say you're playing on your computer or whatever, instead of actually building a business like you might actually be doing. And sometimes even people who really care about you and are really decent, nice people might even sort of mess up your goals by saying things like, well, it's a little dangerous, or how are you going to help pay for health insurance? Or uh, if you give up that job, then you won't have X, Y, and Z when you fail. People who don't understand what you're doing might not be the best people to talk about what you're doing with. You're just going to have to do it without their support, without their understanding, and be okay with that. And it feels really difficult for someone who has been a codependent to do that sometimes, but it's also incredibly empowering. And then when you do succeed, let me say it again, when you do succeed, you can go back and say, hey, this is how it all works. If it's a person who deserves your attention in time, sometimes they don't. Or like in my case, I wanted to be an artist as a kid and I was told, nope, you can't do that. Artists don't make any money. Well, if I was smart back then, I would have looked past what was being said to me and I would have continued to follow that until I got over it because let's be honest, every kid wants to be 17 different things before they hit high school. So I don't really know why that was such a big deal in second grade, but, but anyway, you know, what it comes down to is you just have to look past what other people want for you sometimes and recognize what you want for yourself because I'll, I'll tell you something, <laughs> I promise you this, I don't know anybody in the world who's ever said, boy, I'm sure glad I put my own dreams on hold and followed that other person's advice because if I hadn't, boy, I, I might actually be happy. It doesn't happen. Look, I'm not saying that following your dreams is going to be easy. I'm not saying that becoming the person that you want to be is going to be easy. I'm not even saying that changing your self-perception is going to be easy. It might be hard. And maybe you do try to follow a dream and it doesn't work out the way you want. The only time you really fail 
is when you stop trying. And if you never try, you'll never know. And then you'll always have that doubt in the back of your head. Hmm, darn, I wish I would have tried that. Maybe that would have worked out. Trying and failing isn't really failing. It's just step one. You know, everybody fails in different things in different ways. And most geniuses will tell you for every major breakthrough, you know, invention or discovery, they had a 15 or 20 or 100 that didn't work. Failure is part of the process. It doesn't mean that it's easy. But if you look at it from a different perception, intentional vibration management, you go, okay, well, I learned that that didn't work. Let's try this next thing. Then you might be surprised what you come up with. Just don't give up. And I think you will find satisfaction in knowing that you did it and you tried it, even if it doesn't work out the way you expect it to. And sometimes when things don't work out the way we expect them to, they work out better. You also need to be able to sort of define who you are as a person. And the fact is nobody is technically born better or worse than anyone else. We're all equal, really. Now, certainly some people are born with some natural talents or some certain abilities that other people don't have. But here's what I know for sure. I know that if I choose to, I can be, do, have, whatever I want. So can you. Because it's all about recognizing, number one, that you can. And if you want to be, do, or have something that you haven't been, done, or had before, then you just have to do the work to get there. You have to take the inspired action as you are moving toward that. But it all starts with your vibration. It all starts with how you think and how you feel. So if you go into it and you're like, I'm totally going to fail, you totally are. But if you go into it with, you know what, I'm so excited, this is so, you know, this is great, I'm going to do great, or I'm going to do my best, just go in with a positive attitude and you will get more positive results, even if you fail. Because failing, again, some people say fail forward, you know, go forward. If you do fail, well, you learn your lesson and you try something different and you move on. And look, just because somebody doesn't think you're worthy, just because somebody makes you feel like they think you're a piece of trash or you're just not as smart or whatever as they are, doesn't mean it's true. You have to consider the source, my friend. Look at who they are as a person and recognize what they're doing. If they are a toxic person or they're a narcissist, maybe they're just in the devalue phase or maybe they're afraid you will succeed. Maybe they're afraid that you are talented and you are capable and you can do what you want to do and they want to bring you down so that you don't go too far away from them. I've seen that a lot, a lot, a lot, especially with toxic people. They need to devalue other people to make them feel better. That's not how it works, but that's what they do. Bottom line here, if someone makes you feel worthless, if they straight up tell you that you're worthless, if they make you feel negatively about yourself, recognize a couple of things. Number one, that person isn't worth your time or your energy. Seriously. Number two, you decide who you are, not them. You create your own self-perception, not them. Just because up to this point, you allowed other people to create your self-perception doesn't mean you can't change that right now in this moment. So I want you to say it with me now. I choose who I am. I decide who I'm going to be. No one else. I create the life that I want. No one else. One more time. I choose who I am. I decide who I'm going to be and I create my life. No one else. I want you to remember that today. Because in order to become the best possible version of yourself, you need to know what that is, and you need to know that no one else can tell you who that is, and you need to know that you can achieve it if you choose to. It all starts with your vibration, intentionally managing your vibration. Real quick, just a refresher, this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying intentional vibration management. Take a look. 
I'm going to ask you to watch the things you say. Are you saying things like, oh, I don't have the energy for this today? If you are, you're actually causing yourself more lack of energy. So instead of focusing on not having the things that you want or not having the right emotional or personal circumstances in place just yet, focus on moving toward what you do want. Think about changing your own vibration because that is the one thing that we for sure have control over is the way we vibrate about any given situation. And when you know better, you do better. Remember this, someone who tries to make you feel worthless doesn't really know who you are. Whether they're your parent or your sibling or your friend or a perfect stranger, they don't know you. They don't know the full story of who you are. They don't know who you are inside your head. And honestly, they cannot make assumptions like that. Don't allow someone else's assumptions to become your reality. Don't allow some toxic person to define who you are ever again. Anne says, is confidence loss a side effect from being with a narcissist? Oh, honey, yes, indeed it is. Yeah. The truth is that it, I think that the way that we start to change it is we start to decide, okay, do I have to accept the limitations the narcissist put on me? right? Something I have a lot of people do, and I've talked about this before. The best thing you can do here is to go ahead and make a list of all the things that are in your head that are negative self-perception. So if you think, for example, in this case, you can't get a good job because you're not qualified, or you can't get a good job because people won't like the way you look, or they don't like the way you talk or whatever, write all that stuff down. And it doesn't have to be just job related, but I'm just using this as an example. So maybe one of your issues is I can't find a good job because people don't like me when they meet me, let's say just making this up. And if that's the case, write that down. And then I want you to really think, where did that perception come from? Why do I think that about myself? Maybe you can think that some negative person in your life, whether it was the narcissist most recently or someone from your past, that person may have put that stuff in your head. And maybe another negative perception is that you don't deserve to be happy. Write all that stuff down and then let it sit overnight or something. And the next day, go back to it and read them again and decide what your new truth is going to be. So if your first you know, negative thought about yourself is that you can't get a job because people don't like you, well, then cross that out and say, I can have any job I want because everybody likes me, you know, something like that. And kind of go down the whole list that way and change the negative perception to something positive. I, I find this to be an incredibly effective exercise. And as you're doing that, I want you to really imagine that that belief is flying out the window and your new truth is in place and then start to live in that new truth. I hope that helps. Just look around you and recognize that you deserve to be loved. You deserve to feel good about yourself. You deserve to love and accept yourself unconditionally. Evaluate your own self-worth. Look at the people in your life who are worth your time, who do love you. Look at how you make a positive contribution to the world. Even if you feel like it's not enough, really just look at it. Did you let somebody pull out in front of you in traffic recently or let them in front of you in the line at the grocery store because you had more stuff than them? I do that all the time. It makes me feel great. Did you help somebody? Did you help a child? Did you do a good job at work? Did you help somebody resolve their issue when you were working on a customer service line? Whatever. There is something that you are contributing to the world. And if you feel like you're not contributing enough, look at that too and find out what it is that you are meant to give or that you want to give to the world and do something to change that. Just one tiny something. I always like to pay it forward and that's helpful. So whenever you find a situation where you're able to pay it forward, you're able to you know, share your good fortune with someone or even just help someone. One of the things my son does is whenever the neighbor comes home, he's an older man, he calls my son and says, can you help me carry my groceries? My son's always happy to do it because it's giving back. Any little tiny thing you can do to give back, to contribute, should make you feel good about yourself. And if you're not doing anything or you're not ready to do anything, that's okay. That might be because you need to focus on 
yourself for now because if you have been in a toxic relationship or you were raised by toxic people or both, you have a lot of healing to do. So give yourself a break. Love yourself enough to, to be compassionate to yourself. What do you think? Are you with me? If you are, say yes in the comments below. And now it's time for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you redefined yourself yet? Have you chosen who you are? Or are you still kind of living in that self that was kind of handed to you by someone else? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below. And let's talk about it. And if you have requests for videos, you have thoughts you want to share with me, hit me in the comments below. I will be happy to answer as many as I can. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.